You're listening to the Afro Chi Podcast, a show for my fellow Black female energy healers and the everyday woman who wants to heal her energy in a creative and holistic way. You'll hear from Black female healers who share their knowledge, gifts, and experiences and enlighten you on how to tap into your powerful Black energy to get the results you need to live an energetically free life. If you're ready to become unstuck, find freedom and peace energetically, stay tuned. I'm your host, Kiara Flipping. Hey guys, so if you are just joining us for the first time here on the Afro Chief Podcast, we are in season two, where we will be covering a chakra series. If this is your first episode in the season, I really advise you to start at season two, episode one, where we will be covering the root chakra. We will spend this entire season working our way all the way up to the seven main chakras. Today we will be discussing chakra six, the third eye or brow chakra. Our guest today that will be helping us get more familiar with our third eye is the owner of Mana Holistics Health and Wellness Incorporated. She is a psychic providing medium readings, tarot readings, a Reiki master providing Reiki services, an empowerment life coach for women, She holds healing retreats, events, and workshops for women, and also sound therapy. Here with us today is Kia of Mana Holistics Health and Wellness. How are you? I'm so well. Look, I'm sitting here like, wow. I need you to walk beside me (laughs) and and just introduce me every time I walk into a place. That was awesome. Thank you. Your intro is bomb. (laughs) I'm so excited to have you. So am I. So am I. Thank you so much. And I just want to say first and foremost, thank you for uh, creating this space for us to have, you know, I I feel like you're the gatekeeper of sorts in bridging the gaps and bringing forth the divine energy that we all need so much. So thank you so much for holding this space for us and allowing me to be a part of it. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. And I have been following you for a while. And when I decided to do the chakra series, when I was thinking about third eye, I said, yep, here to one. She's going to hit this one right on the head. This is it. And when we were talking a little bit before (laughs) recording, you mentioned this was like your favorite chakra. I was like, see? Yes. (laughs) You were so in sync. When you you said the third eye, I was like, you know what? Okay, I got this. I got this one. Thank you. (laughs) Absolutely. So I want us to jump on in. Um, So we are at episode six of season two, going over the third eye. And again, we're working our way all the way up. So if you can just talk to us about the basics of the third eye chakra, where is it located? What colors are associated? What are some of the elements, some mantras? Just kind of give us the basics of the chakra. Absolutely. Um, So as you mentioned, the third eye chakra is the sixth major chakra in the body and it's located uh, in the forehead region between the brow, the eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Um, if if you want a, a more in-depth, because a lot of times people think, oh, it's just right here. It's just right between the brows. Um, but to get a more accurate depiction of where it's located is it's between the brows, but if you could kind of close your eyes and visualize it being maybe about an inch behind where your physical eyes are. 
in okay. within the forehead. Um, that would be a more accurate depiction. Now, there is the third eye chakra, but then also when doing certain medication, uh, meditations, I don't want to go too far, but mm -hmm. also when doing certain meditations, that is where the third eye is located. But also if you go back and up about two more inches, now we're dealing in the realm of the higher self, which is a deeper level of the third eye chakra. Nice, nice. Um, so um, the color that uh, is associated with the third eye chakra is like an indigo. So like a richer, deeper purplish color. Okay. Um, and that's, I, I make sure to distinguish that because the crown chakra, as we know, is also uh, purplish in color, but it's a lighter color. So when you're thinking about the third eye chakra, think more of a rich, deeper, darker purple. Um, as its association. Um, and with uh, that, also thinking about eating our rainbow. So when we mm. want to um, consume certain things, we want to think about foods uh, from the earth that are close to or are very similar to that color, blackberries, plums, um, eggplants, if you like that. Some That's a very acquired taste, mm -hmm. um, but you, you think about foods that are rich in color that are closer to the color of the third eye chakra that you will want to consume if you're focusing on cleansing and healing and balancing the third eye chakra. Nice, nice. Um, man, uh, I, and I'm the mantra queen. You must have saw that. <laughs> I feel that when activating what I've learned personally, and you'll hear me say that a lot throughout the podcast, is what works for me, what I've learned, because a lot of times people, when they see or they feel that you are strong in a certain area, a lot of times they like to take what you say is law. And I feel that above all things, you need to make sure that you are utilizing that third eye chakra and tuning into self to make sure that this is something that works for you. Mm -hmm. uh, but for me personally, um, I feel that uh, with the third eye chakra, imagination, trust, and um, openness are the three most important keys in terms of allowing the energy to flow through that particular chakra you okay. have to have the imagination because a lot of times when spirit is revealing things to you it's not going to look like what you would be looking for for yourself especially when you're giving readings or doing forms of divination for other people you have to be open to the imagination because when spirit is showing things to me personally it comes sometimes in the form of like a movie or real or um you know a puzzle piece sometimes i have to put the puzzle together so you have to allow that imagination to be full force so that you can receive the message according to what spirit is showing you mm -hmm. and not necessarily what you want to see for the client. Um, and so you have to be open to trusting yourself, being open to trusting your spirit guides and the divine that these messages are coming through as, you know, an accurate depiction of what the uh, recipient needs to receive versus what makes sense to you. Um, mm -hmm. So your imagination, your openness, and your trust, again, trusting your guides, trusting yourself, um, trusting that even if it doesn't make sense to you, that it, it makes sense to the person that's receiving the message. Mm -hmm. um, and so with saying that, my one of my favorite mantras is I am freely open to trusting myself and trusting that the universe is guiding me to provide clear, accurate, and uh easily uh, receptive or accessible information that resonates with my client. Now that's a lot. <laughs> so I would just say I am open to trusting my intuition. I'm uh, open 
to being guided by that which uh, is, is higher than myself. Mm-hmm. But um, just being open to trusting that intuition and trusting um, the divine that you have given free reign to flowing through you. You're the vessel. Mm-hmm. So I like to say when it comes to that third eye space, that it's not about me. When I say, you know, uh, my prayer, I give my invocation before um, going forth uh, and doing the work. I always ask the divine to remove any parts of me that might get in the way. Mm -hmm. So remove anything that may be uh, riddled with ego or um, I'm I'm, I'm a Scorpio, so I'm very analytical sometimes. So just removing those parts of me and allowing spirit to flow freely through that third eye space so that I can be the vessel. I love that. And I love that specifically for healers that are out here um, doing the work. I think mm-hmm. that that's an amazing mantra um, to, like you said, just to repeat to yourself and have that as a clear indicator to almost like remove you. Like I am mm-hmm. sort of the middleman, so to speak. So mm-hmm. remove me so that the work can be done. What would mm-hmm. you say for the person looking for healing? What is a good mantra for them? Not the healer, but just the everyday person, maybe that's going for healing or maybe just trying to do some self-healing, um, especially when thinking of that third eye specifically, thinking about some of um, the principles and associations, just hearing you speak, I heard a lot of wisdom, you know, mm-hmm. trusting and that sort of thing. Like what would be a good mantra for just your everyday black woman that's really trying to tap into that third eye? Mm-hmm. You know, I would say it's the same. Yeah. And yeah. the reason why I say that is because a lot of times we we separate the healer in self as if mm-hmm. it's someone outside of us. And we mm-hmm. are all individual healers. Absolutely. So you have to be willing to trust that it's intuition as well, because if you don't, you're going to go looking for it to come from someone else. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely say that, you know, I trust my intuition. Love it. I yes. trust that still voice that's guiding me because you want to learn how to trust that which is flowing through you. You don't need someone else. You, you don't need me to, t- to come in. Mm-hmm. I am more than willing if you decide, hey, I, I, I think I need to take it a step further. So can mm-hmm. you come in and, and help me with where I am? But the healing, you are the healer. All mm-hmm. I do is come in and I, I open up that channel to remind you that you're the healer. Absolutely. So, you have to trust your intuition as well because how many times do we hear the messages we hear it coming through but because it's coming from what we perceive as ourselves we're so quick to dismiss it Mm. there's no way that I could be right about me well hello (laughs) who who else could be more right about you than you um and so being able to identify with when it is yourself and when it is your higher self again I love that correlates with the the I always say that um when it comes to that that sixth chakra, that third eye chakra, we have to make sure that we know when it is our lower self that is speaking and when it is our higher self. We see ourselves as one entity, and I think that's where a lot of the um, the struggle comes in. Kia, can you break when, that down right there? Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's one something. Hmm. So um, when we view ourselves as just one thing, it's just me as self, right? Mm -hmm. But we have to realize that there's so many different components within us. And if we learn how to tap into each individual component, then I feel like it's easier. It's kind of like that uh, when you have that test, you don't, if you have, if you're studying to be a, or you have a test coming up, let's say to be a real estate agent, Mm -hmm. you don't try to cram everything in all at once 
to learn it all at one time. You break it up into sections, into lessons, into different levels. And that is the same with self. When you're dealing with the lower self, when you're dealing with the higher self, the lower self is going to be that voice that's normally coming in and telling you what you can't do, questioning everything, overanalyzing everything. So you know that voice. You can identify with that one. Now, when you come in and you hear that small, still voice that's telling you, hey, do this, it's not going to yell at you. And I think Mm -hmm. sometimes we're listening for the yell do this, take this step, trust yourself, I got you. Mm. When you hear that, now that is your higher self that is speaking to you. It is typically the lower self that's listening, the higher self that has the wisdom that's teaching. So when we're able to identify with that, then we realize, okay, so there's different components, there's different parts of me. But a lot of times when we hear that lower voice that is speaking or the lower level of self that is speaking, we take everything that that voice says as law. You can't Mm. do this. You're not worthy. We believe that just like this. But when that higher self comes in and reminds you of who you are and it teaches you to return back home to self, because we like to say, I'm finding myself. You were never lost. You're returning back home to self. So when that voice comes in to remind you of who you are and what it is that you possess, we want to brush that off. No, that couldn't possibly be true. But in fact, it is. Mm -hmm. So when when I speak on we're not just one entity. It's the same with our hands. It's one, it looks like one thing, but there's so many different components on our hands, our fingers, fingernails, the joints within the fingers. All of that comes together to create the one hand, but they all individually serve their purpose and do their part so that that one hand can work. Love it. Love it. Love it. And just even on that topic, like how can someone know when the third eye chakra is imbalanced? Like when it needs some attention. Yes. So um, a lot of times when we're dealing with the lack of trust, um, feeling really overwhelmed or underwhelmed, not having um, the the motivation to do or feeling unclear. That's another one, feeling very unclear, like nothing makes sense. Um, I I don't know what direction to take or what I should do. That's a sign of imbalance. Um, Also feeling really paranoid. Mm. Like it's hard for me to trust anyone or I I keep thinking that I'm seeing things because see, think about the third eye where we're able to see things um, in this realm, but also in other realms. So you're always thinking, did I see something just fly past me? Did I, you know, it's it's a high level of paranoia, Um, Mm -hmm. insomnia, not being able to rest, overactive mind, Um, Mm. you know, when you're going... And, and I can always tell when I'm out of balance, you know, mm-hmm. I, you think a lot about, um, I literally had one night where the entire night that I was trying to rest, I kept going over the tower readings that I did that day. And that mm. particular day, I probably had about 10 clients. And so oh my I goodness. Kept, I literally all night kept going through all of the tower readings and it was, and I knew what to do. And then let me, let me say that too. A lot of times we know what to do. It, it, we have to be um, disciplined enough to actually do it. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Especially those that are nurturers that may not be a healer by profession, but you have that healing spirit within you. It is so easy to do for others. And when it comes to self, we put ourselves on the back burner. Um, but so having, um, I, I think probably one of the biggest uh, keys or, or uh, signs of imbalance is probably the lack of trust or the lack of clarity, okay. feeling uh, as if you cannot clearly see your way through. 
Is that almost like being indecisive? Like when it's hard for you to, yes. to choose or make up your mind about something, like you're going back and forth in your head, yes. you know? Because you're not trusting yourself. Mm -hmm. And you, it, it, it will get so deep into um, knowing that this is what is right. Because again, here's, here's higher level self telling you this is what you should do. But lower level self is saying, you know, all the reasons why you should not do that. So that indecisiveness for sure, because you hear it, you see it but you're not trusting the process. You're not trusting that this higher self is giving you the correct guidance. Okay. So that's absolutely a sign. And, and what are some ways that, or maybe not some ways, or maybe so ways, ways, things, circumstances, events, whatever it may be that can cause that third eye to become imbalanced? Um, uh, the lack of trust. Mm -hmm. So the very thing that is a sign is also uh, a, one of the things that leads to that. So having lack of trust, um, overanalyzing everything. Okay. Not, um, you know, when you hear that this is the step to take and the more you practice not trusting that voice, mm -hmm. the more um, underactive that third eye becomes and then the harder it is for you to kind of reel it back in. Okay. It becomes more of like a repetitive action. Um, also, eating certain things, like ah. not being on top of your nutrition. Um, I 100% have noticed when I'm not eating correctly, it shows. Mm -hmm. It shows in that third eye. Um, and, and I'm not saying by any means that you have to be plant-based, you have to be, you know, a certain thing. I know a lot of people are looking, you know, probably listening to see if that's what I'm going to say. I, um, may I venture off into to that for a second? Okay. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, okay. Um, so I have, uh, been both a, um, pescatarian and, uh, vegan or mm -hmm. plant-based vegan. Um, I was. Well, I grew up in the South, so I ate any and everything most of my mm -hmm. life. But then uh, when I met my husband in 2003, he was very selective in what, um, or in, we got married in 2003. But anyway, mm -hmm. when I met him, he was very selective in what he chose to eat. And so it, I became pescatarian by default because I got tired of preparing all of these different meals all the time. <laughs> um, but then my, my spirit was kind of leading me more into like a vegan plant base um, around 2011. Mm -hmm. tried it had no clue what I was doing got tired of eating french fries and salad every day and I was like you know what I'm just going to become pescatarian again become a health coach to learn for myself what to do and then try it again um, and then I was vegan for three years last year I went back to being a pescatarian again Mm -hmm. um, and now I just recently transitioned back to vegan. Now that sounds like I'm all over the place. <laughs> and honestly, I am. Um, but I'm, I share all of that to say being having dealt with both sides of things. I would never say for everyone that there's one size that fits all I feel that um, we all have to listen again to what our spirit is saying. How do you feel after you consume these things x, y and z. But for me, I felt my absolute best with plant-based nutrition. Mm -hmm. I felt my, you know, my readings, my work was at a higher level when that was my lifestyle. So that is why I'm choosing to go back this final time okay. <laughs> because I've been able to go on, you know, both sides of the spectrum and see what that felt like for me. Mm -hmm. um, I, again, I, I say, you know, with, when it comes to alcohol, like I've, you know, I drink wine and I'm noticing lately that I can't consume wine anymore. My spirit is just leading me with 
not saying that it'll never be again, but in this season for where I'm taking you and the work that you're doing that incorporates this third eye the most, you can't consume that right now. Okay. So I just wanted to incorporate that because I know sometimes people feel that they have to be plant-based in order um, to quote unquote live the right way in terms of utilizing the third eye, being a healer. Um, Mm -hmm. Every healer may not be plant-based and you know, I, Everyone is entitled to follow their journey the way that they need to for themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, But I say that to say that you definitely have to listen to your spirit in terms of what it is that you need to do. Absolutely. And Kia, what I really heard you say was being mindful about what you're consuming provides that mental clarity. If you're consuming a bunch of junk, whether it's potato chips and beer you know, Mm -hmm. or cheeseburger, whatever it is, when you're Mm -hmm. consuming junk, that's going to imbalance the third eye. You're not going to be able to have a clear mind. It's going to clog it it all up. So hearing you go, you know, pescatarian and vegan, what I heard was when you had the the plant-based eating, your intuition was stronger. And that's Mm -hmm. where that third eye is because you, you weren't consuming some of the things that you were before. And I think everybody can take a piece of that, you know, Mm -hmm. regardless if you decide to do whatever with your diet, you know, what I'm hearing is the third eye is associated with what you eat. If you're eating a bunch of junk, then your mind is going to be clogged and boggled and you're not going to have any clarity there. That's true. I think about it like your house. Oh, absolutely. It's like your home. If, If you have clutter everywhere, you know, the body is the temple. That's where you house your God consciousness. That's, mm. that's where what, whatever you identify with as God, you house that energy within yourself. So if you are not going to open your door and allow an energy so divine as that to come in and sit on your dirty floor, then you can't allow that energy to be housed in a dirty space every single day. Yeah. So whatever that cleanliness means for you, allow yourself to operate in that space, you know, just be completely pure and clean in that space, however that works for you. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm thinking about, again, like different things that people go through just in life. Um, I share that I'm also a mental health therapist and I, you know, work with different clients Mm -hmm. that go through different uh, life events, thinking of, you know, that woman that has gone through an abusive relationship or, you know, somebody who grew up with low self-esteem or parents or family members that put them down and now they just don't feel good about themselves and they do second guess themselves and they don't trust themselves. Like those type of scenarios can really cause an imbalance for the third eye. Would you agree? I totally agree. Um, I've been gifted since I was a young child. Mm -hmm. Um, I would see things and I'm sharing this because I know a lot of people struggle with hiding um, that openness of that gift because you are considered an outcast or you're segregated of sorts. And so I I went through that my entire life, you know, even still. Um, Mm -hmm. But being a young child who could see and hear and experience things that no one else around me was. I grew up definitely feeling like I was crazy. Something was mm-hmm. wrong with me. So you will notice a lot of people that are extremely intuitive. They may deal a lot with depression, anxiety. That's uh, that anxiety. That's also a sign of imbalance. Um, they oftentimes deal with uh, addiction of sorts. 
um, because you're trying to cope with the things that you know that you're experiencing, but you're trying to, to force yourself to believe that you're not based off of what everyone else around you is saying. Mm -hmm. So it definitely creates an imbalance in terms of that. Anyone that's dealing with that, that may be listening to this, my advice to them is, um, of course, being on the other side of that now is yeah. making sure that you honor self. And even if you choose not to share with other people what your experience is, it is absolutely important that you honor within yourself that there is nothing wrong with you. Mm -hmm. You're not crazy by a long shot. And when you are experiencing these things, when you're hearing them and seeing them, maybe journal it mm -hmm. so that you're able to connect with it, identify with it, and release it from yourself without feeling like, if I share this with someone else, what are they going to think about me? Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's absolutely important to be able to um to connect with that space of I, you know I grew up Christian um as most people and in in that upbringing it was what was I think the most confusing for me is like if you're doing it in Jesus's name then it's okay but if you are doing it you know per se like I'm a seer or a medium or you know now it somehow becomes not okay and it's like but it's the same thing mm -hmm. I just have a different foundation for which I'm doing it so that was confusing for me as well um but I really had to build up uh my 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 mental and emotional muscle mm -hmm. so that those mm -hmm. things no longer affected me in terms of what anyone else thought I only have this particular life is the only existence that I have now and I have chosen to incarnate, reincarnate, incarnate into this space to do this work. So I am doing myself a huge disservice if I allow someone else to stop me from fulfilling the purpose that I came here to fulfill. Mm. So that is what is my guiding point now. Mm -hmm. And having children who are very gifted, it allows me to be able to fill their pots up now versus them having to dig through all of the mess and having to refill it themselves when they become older. So I love that. Yes. That is so insightful. And thinking about the listeners who are listening now, who this is possibly their first time hearing about the third eye chakra and really getting in depth with this chakra area, just helping them understand. Cause I know a lot of people want to know, well, you know, how do I know if the chakra is imbalanced, if it needs more attention, if, this has happened, that has happened. And what I, one thing I heard you say was addictions, you know, and that mm -hmm. made me think about, you know, an attribute that could contribute to the third eye. Are there any other physical symptoms that somebody may feel? Um, and you tapped into the spirituality piece and the emotional piece, but any other thing that you can share that somebody can say, wow, I feel that I'm experiencing that physically, emotionally, spiritually, this must mean that this third eye is in balance and I need to give it a little bit of love right now. Mm -hmm. One of, one of uh, the other, um, I just lost my words. One of the other, well, uh, uh, common, that's the word uh -huh. I'm looking for. One of the other <laughs> common <laughs> um, symptoms that it, that your third eye may be out of balance is headaches. Uh, Having, okay. and, and the headaches are typically in the front of the head. Mm -hmm. um, especially if you're noticing it after being around maybe a large crowd or being around someone who, because a lot of times, say you're, you're in front of someone and you're constantly kind of hearing things within your mind 
as it relates to this other person, even if you haven't learned how to trust it or not, but you just keep hearing these things. A lot of times, because we're trying to suppress what we're hearing, because we're not sure what's going on, now we're creating an imbalance within the flow and, and then trying to stop it. So a, a headache in the front of our, our head space, like a right around where that third eye chakra is, is extremely common. Mm -hmm. um, also kind of feeling like you have like brain fog, like your, your mind is just really scattered. Okay. Um, like the the words aren't coming. I, I know what I need to say and I know I know this, but it's just not coming right now. Um, mm -hmm. That's also a huge sign um, of having an imbalance. A lot of things that just really deal with the mind space um, okay. is typically an imbalance of that third eye, not mm -hmm. being able to be um, clear or um, again, this is not really a physical, but just being very fearful and anxious okay. and you're not sure why. Okay. Um, that's normally a sign. It could either be underwhelmed or overwhelmed when you feel that. Mm -hmm. um, but just being really anxious, really fearful, really paranoid, as we talked about before. Mm -hmm. But as far as the physical, definitely the headaches, definitely um, like the brain scatter and also kind of feeling like the the brain is kind of OCDing, like just repeating the same thing over and over again, especially if you're dealing with like mistakes or um, anything that you might be struggling with in terms of guilt. It's kind of like a broken record. It just keeps going, 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 going. That's also a sign that you're dealing with imbalance in terms of the third eye. Okay. Wow. That was a good list for people to be able to really sit with self and say, shoot, am I going through some of that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Do I feel some of those ways? And then what would be the opposite? How can somebody say, oh, I'm good. My third eye's straight. I'm good right here. I was literally, so of course, <laughs> your intuition is spot on. You're hitting okay. it every time on the head. Like, I, I, spirit, we here. I got mm -hmm. it. I heard you. Um, extremely motivated, super excited. Um, of course, being joyful, but not being anxious, because there okay. is a thin line. So having that feeling of joy and feeling like you're balanced and you're aligned, like I know where I'm going, regardless of what's going on in my life right now, I know where I'm headed, I can see it, you know, I can see my future. A lot of times, you know, we get caught in the now, you know, and we think the now is going to be forever. Absolutely not. The pendulum swings both ways. There's duality and everything. Mm -hmm. It's always going to get better always mm -hmm. um so being able to feel that and see that and align with that um and definitely i i would say just being very trustworthy in terms of self knowing that i'm not going to lead myself wrong the spirit that flows through me is not going to lead me wrong like just being really aligned in terms of um that inner knowing feeling extremely connected to the universe as well like uh, I know that I'm supported. I know that I'm guided. So definitely just feeling really aligned and trustful, trustworthy in terms of yourself. I love how you repeat that trusting of self because I feel like mm -hmm. a lot of times we feel like we have to rely on others to validate us in mm -hmm. so many ways when mm -hmm. we have all of the answers. <laughs> like yes. Nobody has to confirm that. All of the answers mm -hmm. are already within us and like you it spoke is. about the higher self and the lower self like the higher self is trying to give you the tea it's trying to tell mm -hmm. you <laughs> <laughs> but we'll go and try to ask somebody and have them confirm but they weren't given our vision 
That's right. That's right. So we have to validate ourselves and trust ourselves. I love that. Sometimes we'll put more trust in other people than we do our daggone self. That's so true. That's so true. (laughs) And it's so funny because we all do it. And it's like, why do you feel like they would know you better than they know, than you know yourself? Like everyone is struggling to try to figure themselves out. So how on earth do they know you? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You you have to trust you. And you know, so another thing that I wanted to touch on as well. So in the back of the neck, and this is extremely important, it's a different chakra, but it's directly connected with the third eye. So I wanted to speak on that if it's okay. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, So in the back of the neck, it's called the Alta Major Chakra. Uh Uh-huh. And so if you take your, um, your fingers and you go to like the base of the neck, uh, the base of the head and where the neck connects and you kind of take it in like a V where the fingers connect, you should feel like this soft spot back there, especially mm-hmm. if you lean your head back. So if you take your finger and like gently press on it, you should feel an activation in the third eye. Do you feel that? Absolutely. Wow. So it's very, it's, it's considered a minor chakra. But the reason that I wanted to speak on it is because when we are feeling the headaches and the imbalances sometimes, it's because this space is considered to be a, a portal of, of, of energy where um, I, both positive and negative energy can enter into. And if we're not protecting that space, that the third eye space is, is easier to become imbalanced or to become affected. Psychic attacks, you know, nightmares, headaches, mm-hmm. the whole nine. Um, so... I, it's very important for us to make sure that we keep that space protected, covering it with a scarf. If you're doing any type of, of spiritual work, um, using essential oils, uh, you know, before I do anything, I, I have a blend or if I don't have my blend ready, I definitely my Florida water, my sage essential oil. I make sure to cover that space with the oil as well as my third eye so that I'm shielding that opening so that no negative energy can come in to try to attack me in any type of way. And is that something that everybody can do? Yeah. Not just somebody that's provide. Yeah. I think, and that was going to be actually my next set of questions is what are some everyday tools or tips that people can, you know, easily have accessible when they need to provide some attention to the third eye. So I love that, that back of the Mm -hmm. neck so they can maybe apply a little pressure point there or you were saying put some essential oils there mm-hmm. would you mind sharing any of your the oils that you love that you feel like oh, are course. directly connected to the third eye yes so of course i use my sage oil for protection mm-hmm. uh florida water for protection i also use lavender because lavender is, is purple in color mm-hmm. so i use the lavender oil to place in that space as well as my third eye what i what i do to the third eye i do to the alta major chakra as well okay um, so the lavender essential oil, Lang Lang, is also a really good one um, to place on both. And also taking an amethyst crystal, um, once you've cleared it and attuned it, um, you can take that amethyst crystal and just do like a sweeping motion three times on the back of the neck as well as the third eye to cleanse the energy out of uh, that the, out of those spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, in addition to clearing the energy out, it also helps to balance. So if you want to meditate, um, taking an amethyst crystal and placing it on the third eye and meditating on that space, visualizing that while that amethyst crystal is, uh, sitting there, that is pulling all of the negative energy out. It's, uh, clearing all of the imbalances, but it's also, uh, because energy never dies. We have to make sure 
that we're not just pulling it out and, and not replacing it with anything. Okay. So when I visualize that negative energy coming out into the amethyst crystal, I visualize almost like this magical pot that's inside of the crystal. <laughs> and it's just it's kind of cleansing all of that negative energy. And then it's not cleansed for me until I see like these crystals, like almost like diamonds, shimmering diamonds. Mm -hmm. that's when I know it's clear for me. And once I see the inside of the crystal doing that whole number and it's clear, then I visualize it coming back in to the third eye space from out of the um, amethyst. So now you have that mixture of the the energy from the amethyst crystal, as well as that healing energy that that you've transmuted from dark. You you had that dark energy, but you transmuted it to light and sent it back. If we don't, if we clear the energy out and we don't put anything back in, we leave it open to, you know, we're more receptive to other energy that's coming into the space. I would okay. much rather transmute that energy and put it back so that I know what's in there. Mm-hmm. Um, also, when when meditating, uh, visualizing that third eye space, again, we want to visualize um, like a lotus flower is what I always see. It, it can be closed and then it slowly starts to open up. Hey, queens, isn't this such a great episode? Be sure to check out the Afro Chi Healers Directory, where you can find healers in your area offering similar services to the guests on today's podcast. If you are a healer, please be sure to join the directory so that Black women can locate your healing services and offerings. To join and view the directory, please visit AFROQI. Dot com. Okay, let's jump back into this episode. Our, our spirit is so intuitive in terms of when it knows when to stop and how much to do. Yeah. Um, so just allowing your spirit to allow that lotus to open up. You may not want that third eye chakra fully open. You may not want to receive messages all the time. So visualizing the lotus opening into a space where you're comfortable and then visualizing this purple light, this dark purple light coming out and just radiating your entire forehead. It's also a way to cleanse um, and balance and realign the third eye chakra as well. Love it. Love it. And could you give us that food list again? You mentioned um, eggplant and Mm -hmm. blackberries. What are some other foods? Um, So plums, Mm -hmm. um, uh, dark purple grapes, Mm -hmm. um, any foods that would be dark purple in color. I'm going to be honest with you. I am a very finicky eater, so my list <laughs> probably will not extend beyond that. Simply okay. because for me, <laughs> just for because for me, I you know it's like yeah, I don't know about that. Um, but anything that's that's rich in like a dark purple color, you, you know, especially if it's from the earth, you you want to consume that to help cleanse it. So the the dark purple grapes, of course, plums, um, the eggplant, um, as well as. Uh, like I'm missing one. Plums. Did you say blackberries? Blackberries. Blackberries. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, although they're called blackberries, you'll notice, especially if you, you know, if you consume them, it leaves like a purplish color mm-hmm. on your hand. So it's called black blackberries, but you know, it has that purple tint to it. Um, so definitely um, consuming those. And I feel like I'm missing one, but you know, like I said, just making sure that it's that rich dark. Uh, purple color that you you know Love you want to consume to help with with that and anything as we this is really good so as we close <laughs> up I'm trying to think of like any other way to keep this energy balanced so we now know the location the color the elements some mantras we know the principles um, we know how to detect within ourselves if this area is imbalanced 
um, and we know how to clear it out and get it back into balance. And I'm just trying to think about like some day-to-day -day things that we can do. It's like, all right, we were in balance. Now we balance. Now how do I mm -hmm. stay in balance? That's why I was asking you, can I get that food list again? <laughs> <laughs> so our listeners can take notes. So it's like, okay, now I'm good. Like, let me keep this chakra balanced. Let me keep it going mm -hmm. good, you know? And I'm wondering, mm -hmm. what about like meditating? Like, is that a way to really keep the third eye in balance? Is that yes. like a, a strategy to use, a technique? Absolutely. Because when, when the third eye is balanced, the left, this, this is when the left hemisphere and the right hemisphere of the brain is in alignment. Okay. Um, so, you know, it, it's one, the left side is the creative side and then the right side is like the analytical side. So that's when they're in harmony. Mm -hmm. um, making sure to get out and get sunlight every mm. day even if it's mm -hmm. only 10 to 15 minutes, because again, you think about the activation of the sun. Sun is life for us. Like it refuels us. So being able to get out in the sun every day to consume that sunlight helps to keep it clear and balanced. Exercising every day, at least 30 minutes also helps because it releases certain endorphins and it's a natural detox. We think about it only detoxing the physical when we sweat, but it detoxes the spirit as well as the chakras and the healing of, you know, the, the spirit body and the physical body as well. Um, meditation, as you said, is, is absolutely key. Um, I think from my experience, it's good to do third eye chakra meditations, but you don't want to overdo it because you don't want to overactivate the third eye chakra. And now it's imbalanced the opposite way. Yeah. Um, so I would, I would recommend only doing like third eye chakra meditations, no more than about 10 minutes, five to 10 minutes. Um, and maybe only twice a week. Okay. So that okay. we don't uh, overbalance that. Um, also, I was looking, elderberries. Elderberries. That's what I was yes. thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was, I was like, why? I'm missing one. Okay, so let me just repeat that. So for uh, the foods, the plums, blackberries, eggplant, purple grapes, figs, and elderberries. Nice. Those are the ones that I can, that I can think of. <laughs> um, and also, um, if you're able to meditate in, while sitting in the sun, that's Ooh, like a perfect. double activator. Um, so if you, the days where you want to maybe do the third eye meditation, you can do that in the sun. Also with the amethyst crystal, that meditation that we talked about doing that in the sun would be, oh my gosh. Um, mm -hmm. You know, so um, as well as yoga. Nice. Okay. Yeah. As Any well as asanas yoga. in particular? Um, <laughs> let me just say that I think my favorite is um, probably Savasana. <laughs> yes. People think I'm joking when I say that. Yes. yes. <laughs> I think that would be my favorite for the third eye because one of the most important factors that we have to incorporate with third eye is being able to rest. Mm. When we, when you think about um, because I can sense an intuitiveness with you as well. Uh -huh. So think about when, say, maybe you're put on the spot because people have learned about this gift and they're wanting you to read the people, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> and they just toss you on the spot and it's like, why can't I hear anything? You know, because now we're forcing and third eye chakra is all about the flow. It is all about the flow. So you have to learn to relax and to be still so that's why I say savasana yeah. because it allows you to be still and to relax so that again you're this open channel that it can flow through when you think about spirit flowing through into the third eye to receive to it's the reason why the third eye is in alignment with the mouth 
for mm-hmm. the throat chakra because it com- that energy comes in and then it comes right back out. Yeah. So when you are trying to force it and you're not allowing it to flow, then it's kind of like uh, like this bridge, but there's planks on the bridge that's missing. So how can I get across if there, you know, all of the planks aren't there? So that flow allows everything to become an alignment so that it can flow freely from one space out of the other. I love it. I love it. And self-disclosure, there has been a many, a many, a many, a many yoga classes where I have received visions and messages while mm-hmm. in Shavasana. Mm-hmm. Literally, I will come into yoga with so many questions all in my head. <laughs> and in that moment, that last, that final rest, my questions are answered. They're answered. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I, with doing um, sound baths, when I, mm-hmm. I, you know, perform sound baths, I've had people that come into a space that have never had a sound bath before, don't know what to expect. And when they're in that, that mode where for 30, 45 minutes, they're literally resting or they're in a deeper state of relaxation. It's like, I've been having questions about things for years. And now I finally have that clarity because you've allowed yourself to be still enough so that mm-hmm. spirit can finally communicate with you. Absolutely. So definitely. I, I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. And when you gave the tip about exercise and that's another um, one for myself as well, just being highly creative. I'm always in my head creating, I'm building mm-hmm. something. Um, creating, 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 which can cause some anxiety because I get nerve-sided. Like I'm, a ner- mm. I'm nervous and I'm excited. But mm-hmm. exercising <laughs> I like that. every day and mm-hmm. I have to do it in the morning. If I do not start my morning with burning off that energy, kicking mm-hmm. out that anxiety, that funky mind, like my mind just going yes. all over the place, then my day is just different than when I yes. start my day with some meditation, some tea, exercise like I it's like I almost have to burn myself out like you got to take that dog for a walk in the morning before you go to work like that's me like I gotta burn some energy off yeah I can have a clear mind for the day Mm -hmm. and when you spoke about tea I'm glad that you mentioned that um so I just concocted uh (laughs) something I was just um because I'm I'm currently studying um medical astrology and herbalism Uh and so it's teaching me how to utilize certain herbs based on certain zodiac signs and people's natal charts um and so for the third eye I concocted this tea and it tastes so good so it's um it's anise seeds that's Mm -hmm. a-n-a-n-i-s-e just for the listeners uh uh, anise seeds then there's a purslane herb which is p-u-r-s-l-a-n-e and lemongrass the herbs so all herbs um so I I have this um it's like my favorite drink bottle in the world it has my crystals in the bottom of it Mm -hmm. and so I can utilize cold and warm drinks in it and of course I recommend drinking from glass as much as possible so that because the third eye is connected to that pineal gland and and the pituitary gland we want to make sure that we keep that decalcified as much as possible so glass is the way to go for me Mm -hmm. um but I strain it directly into that glass bottle I just put the herbs inside of the strainer pour some hot water on it let it sit 
you know your tea is good when you don't need a sweetener, right? Yes. <laughs> I love that combination. So I do more of the anises because it has almost like this pepperminty flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, but the anises also kind of put me in the mind of chia seeds. So I let some of them get into the tea and I just kind of drink it. And it's also like very fibrous. So it's filling. You have to try it. You have okay, to guys. try it. So that Y'all gonna have uh, those, to get that list. <laughs> those herbs, those are three strong herbs that helps to cleanse the third eye and keep it balanced. So putting them together tastes amazing. And I can literally, I try to drink it before I do any type of divination each day. I can feel the difference. I just started mm-hmm. about maybe a week and a half ago and I drink it every day. I can totally feel the difference. I'm not as overwhelmed when I'm done with dealing with about 10 to 12 readings a day yeah, <laughs> so yeah definitely definitely try that to everyone that's listening that that also helps with cleansing and balancing the third eye chakra mm-hmm. I love thank you it. for mentioning tea <laughs> yes I love me some tea and thank you yeah. so much Kia for this conversation for your insights oh my gosh this was very oh, very juicy you. I love giving the listeners like some tangible things you know like mm-hmm. now they can go to the grocery store they know what things to buy they know what herbs that can help them they know what crystals because a lot of people are like what crystals do I need what crystals do I need so mm-hmm. now y'all know y'all can get y'all an amethyst you know what oils will help I just love the tangible things and I think the listeners yeah. will be able to hear some things that really stuck out to them you know whether it's wow this lets me know that this third eye is a little off balance or maybe some people mm-hmm. are like okay this is not you know right now in my life in this moment is not a shocker that is um, one that I need to be too concerned about that is imbalanced. So I thank mm-hmm. you so much for this conversation. And just to remind the listeners, um, Kia's information will be left in the description. So please reach out to her. Um, she is a psychic providing medium readings. She provides tarot readings. Um, Reiki, if you follow her on Instagram, I love when she does the recordings of her distance. Reiki, y'all, she be hooking it up. I love it, love it. She's an empowerment life coach um, for women and also providing uh, retreats and workshops and different events as well as sound therapy. So you guys, please reach out. And Kia, thank you so much oh, for this thank conversation. You. Thank, thank you, you for this space. Thank you. Thanks for joining us this week on the Afro Chi Podcast. Be sure to visit our website at afroqi.com and on all social media platforms at The Afro QI. Subscribe to this podcast now so you never miss a show.